Hello there, my name is Heritage and you're welcome to this season of Poetry of Dust, where we teach the word of God through psalms, hymns and spiritual songs. Join us in season two while we pursue communion, healing and transformation. Doxa Ice Doxa. Savior suffered and he said if any man must come after me if any man must come after me that man must deny himself carry his cross daily not once daily daily Only a dead man can carry the glory of God. This season, we have examined multiple themes with one general motif. Transformation. Ultimately, God wants to transform us, make us better from the inside out. We found our identity in God. We realized the importance of being people that are addicted to the presence of God. We fixed our eyes on him and offered up ourselves as living sacrifices that the fire of God might fall upon us and revive every single area of our lives. But God is not done. The new man in Christ lives his life in stages, runs his race in phases. There is a law of seasons, a law of process that we must all pass through. We all have growing to do. The exam questions may just differ from person to person. The Bible instructs us in Romans 12 verse 2 to not be conformed to the patterns of this world, but to be transformed by the renewal of our mind, that by testing we may discern what is the will of God for us, what is good and acceptable and perfect. But what really is transformation? Let's imagine the life cycle of a butterfly. It starts out as a pooper. And yes, it can do some things within its few limitations. It moves about, crawling on its belly and it fends for itself in the only way it knows how. But then, the cocoon stage comes. And after hatching, it must cut, fight its way out of that encasement so that it can emerge a glorious butterfly. And suddenly, something that once crawled on its belly has become something that soars on the wind. That's what transformation looks like. As believers, our emerging into better versions of ourselves is ongoing. As long as there is life in our bodies, there will always be a better version to become. The amplified version of Philippians 1 verse 6 says, 
I am convinced and confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work within you will continue to perfect and complete it until the day of Christ Jesus, the time of his return. Did you hear that? Continue to. As long as you're willing, God is ready to get his hands dirty. He is ready to put in the work to improve us, to keep upgrading us. There is no limit. That's why the Bible says that we go from glory to glory. That's the thing about being born of the Spirit. There is always more. The Bible does say in Haggai 2 verse 9 that the glory of the latter will be greater than the former. It's in the word. It's a lost, stamped, sealed and delivered in the spiritual. Our anchor scripture for this season of poetry of dust is 2 Corinthians 3 verse 18, which says, But we all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image, from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. The root word for glory in Greek is doxa, which means dignity and honor. And that word is also derived from another Greek word, which is dokio, which means to be of a good reputation, to become something that seems good. The Bible is explicitly telling us that our good reputation can increase. We can be known for good things and even better things. But how does one become transformed? The answer is still found in the same verse. It says, as we behold as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, we are being, continuous tense, transformed. So allow me to summarize it this way. The key to becoming is beholding. If you behold the face of God, you have no choice but to become like him. As you seek him daily, you are transformed into his image. As you study the word, your mind is expanded. Your spiritual senses are heightened and you gain ascendancy over the things of this world. This is why James, when writing, compared the word of God to a mirror that revealed the true reflection of a man. The moment you look into it, the living word of God, the spirit of God quickens and begins the work of transformation in you. It's not enough to just read or hear the word. You need to do it. Only then can transformation continue. But are you confused about what that might look like for you? Get into the scriptures. All you need to know about your reality, your capacity and potential is in there and available for you. Struggling with your heart? Have you been dealt heavy blows by this thing called life? Do you think that you might never ever truly heal? God promises in Ezekiel 36 verse 26 that he will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. He will remove your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. Is your strength failing? Can you never find the energy or zeal to fulfill your purpose? Listen to the prophet Isaiah when he says in chapter 40 verse 29 that God gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. As long as you behold the glory of God in the secret place, as long as you study his heart and plan for you in his word, the only response is for you to become, for you to be transformed. Doxa, ice doxa. But wait, only a dead person can carry this glory because it isn't enough to just become. You must reflect. You must show it to the world around you. You must carry it and be a distributor. Moses met with God on the mountain 
and his face shone so brightly with the glory of God that the Israelites had to beg him to cover his face. But even so, that glory faded. However, in this new covenant, we have received of a glory that will never fade. It will only continue to increase. However, the condition is death. You must carry your cross daily, nailing all your personal ambitions, desires, and fears to it. Whatever plans you have for yourself, pale in comparison to the magnificent and well-thought-out destiny that God has already laid out for you. We talk about yieldedness and death a lot on this podcast because really, that is our mandate. We cannot become poetry. We cannot accomplish the good works that God has created us to if we do them by the flesh. The Ark of Covenant was dead. It had no thoughts and no feelings. The only thing it existed for was to carry the glory of God and manifest presence of God. In the same way, we are God's Ark of the New Covenant, by which he shows his splendor to the rest of the world. You want power, more anointing, speed, a grace for exploits. You want to achieve more than you ever thought you could. All of that is found in the glory of God. Let's go back to our analogy of the butterfly. Imagine that that butterfly didn't just stop there in its life cycle. Imagine that after some time, it became an eagle and then later a dragon. All these stages are capable of totally different things. But each time, there is a transformation that births an even more advanced life species. The glory of God is not out of reach. That's what the Bible means when it says glory to glory. There is a clear path to manifesting 2 Corinthians 3.18 in our lives. You must first behold to become. And only a man that has become can reflect what he is to the world around him. God is capable of making you into an infinitely greater version of yourself. He took Moses from murderer and stammerer to deliverer and prophet, transformed Peter from an impulsive coward into an apostle who did countless signs and wonders, turned a lowly, illegitimate shepherd boy into a prophet, priest, and king from whose line the perfect man was birthed for our salvation and redemption. God has hacked this transformation thing. He is good at it. There are versions of myself that God has shown me that I have yet to become. If I have him at the wheel, stirring the ship of my life, I know that I can attain and even surpass. If God could change and fine-tune my desires, then he can change and increase my capacity as well. Anything is possible for the one who believes. So here is my resolve, and I hope you join me too. That no matter what the world says, no matter what the rest of them are doing, we make this our mandate. To love God so much, to be so consumed by and with him, that we die daily. To allow him make a name for himself with our lives. To choose the path of love and death so that we can attain glory. Yes, this is our inheritance and it is a mighty, mighty one. Thank you so much for listening to the final Music Monday episode of season two. We hope that as you have journeyed with us 
on the way to intimacy, healing, and transformation. And the Spirit of God has moved and breathed in your life. We hope that you will take these lessons and listen over and over again. That the Spirit of God will minister to you through the songs in every single playlist. And that your profiting will appear to all. We will see you next season. Thank you once more. And God bless you.